from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Hidden Zoo, where every week or so we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, and Blake is out for his final week. He just wrapped on the movie today. Um, my guest host this week is my friend Cameron. Say hello to the people, Cameron. Why, hello, everyone. And uh, I was just telling him about Blake's movie and how Jason Scott Lee is in it. And he's like, what, the Red Ranger? And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not right. <laughs> Turns out the Red Ranger is Jason Lee Scott. But yeah, it's it's, it's close. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's good enough. You know, two two martial artists in, <laughs> separated by twenty years <laughs> and and one name. Yeah, uh, Jason Scott Lee was Bruce Lee in Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story, so he's had like he's been in a bigger project than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like that was a pretty big movie. <laughs> Yeah, but let's let's be fair. Power Rangers is still going. Yeah, yeah, it is. But... And and Jason Lee uh, Jason Lee Scott uh, the character was just in like a newer episode. God, he's got to be like fifty. Yeah. Yep. They, I mean, they occasionally do re- reunion episodes, and he showed up in one finally. I, that, I guess that doesn't surprise me because Jason David Frank still looks like bad as hell. Oh yeah, like he's well, just, he he's kept up with all his stuff. Yeah, uh, like he 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 runs a dojo. He's covered in tattoos and muscles. <laughs> well, he'll he'll also show up for um, like the occasional like fan mm-hmm. uh, thing. Uh, Austin St. John, that's the Red Ranger's actual name. Uh, um, yeah, uh, but. Uh, yeah, the the original Green Ranger will will still do like the really awesome uh, Power Rangers fan films and such. Yeah, and so that's neat. He'll uh, he he was at a con down here in Indy, and I wanted to go. And Julie was just like, "You want to go see the Green Ranger?" I'm like, "Oh fuck you! I want to go see the Green Ranger." <laughs> yes, I do. I bet the only one who doesn't ever show up to the reunion episodes is uh, is Billy. Since they bullied yeah. him for being gay for 15 years. Yeah, that would be rough. But I, apparently, like, he's... I, I don't know if this is 100% sh- true, but I did see that, like, it, the the cast members, at least, have come around to support him. Good. Uh, I don't know about the um, uh, the rest of the show, though. So Well, as long as Bulk and Skull are on his side, I think... <laughs> I think he's good. Um, it, the true stars of the show. Absolutely. The, the, tr- the, only, <laughs> the only two characters who didn't exist in the Japanese version. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that show is wild. So let's do Super Sentai, but we're going to put all these interstitials with American teenagers at the juice bar all the time. And they need a couple of bumbling doofuses who are obviously at least 35, but we're going to pretend they're still <laughs> in high school. It'll be great. Nobody will notice. It's not a, it's, yeah, it's a great, it's a great idea. It's just one more great idea in this pile of 
great ideas to this Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. That then made so much money. <laughs> Fuck. I remember being so excited when I uh, correctly predicted that Tommy was going to be the White Ranger. Because, like, there was a cliffhanger that there was going to be a White Ranger and not who it was going to be. And I was like, it's going to be Tommy. They're going to bring him back. I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it's Tommy. <laughs> I was never a Tommy guy. I was always a Jason guy. Oh, so you like Cyclops. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I have taste. <laughs> it's Jason's the Cyclops of the Power Rangers. Tommy's the Wolverine. No, Tommy. Uh, Tommy's the, the hanger on who caught on. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, uh, like he, uh, Jason's the OG man. Come on. He, even, even when Tommy needed help in a later series, he called Jason fair. I, I, I also remember being so naive about how television worked that when the original, uh, yellow, red, and was it the black, Ra- yeah, yellow, red, and black Rangers departed the show. And, like, the excuse was they joined the Peace Corps, and I was like, okay, but they'll be back, right? Like, the Peace oh, Corps's not forever, oh, right? Oh, come on. No. What, what no, are you doing? What? Who are these people? Well, who are they? <laughs> Why are they still here? I don't understand. This this is not cool, guys. <laughs> well, Tommy's still here, and Kimberly's still here, and Billy's still here. So I guess we have something. Yeah. And then... It, 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 and, of course, like, the, you've got all the... Uh, like trappings like a uh, alpha and zordon that just mm-hmm. stayed there forever mm-hmm. i there yeah that's too important to leave because zordon yes. is the chief of he's he's a big bald man whose mouth moves vaguely in a tube. <laughs> and who will one day be brian cranston for reasons <laughs> i thought that movie was okay you know that movie i actually really enjoyed that movie I, I, more than i thought i would they did a really good job of like giving each character a, a motivation and a personality and and bringing them all together in a realistic way i just i i, I understand why it didn't do well i i also i don't like that rita repulsa was just gold member like, <laughs> I need gold! And break into a bank and steal gold oh, to make geez. a giant gold golem. Yeah, gosh. Elizabeth well, Banks, I, I, she can do better than that. She deserves better. Are you kidding? She, I imagine she had a blast <laughs> doing that. Just letting loose. Okay, so, so my, what's your motivation? You want to destroy things and you like gold. Oh, okay, that's easy. <laughs> And you're like over the top crazy bad. <laughs> yeah, I like the backstory of like her originally being a ranger. Like I thought they did a good job, and I wish I wish it had done better in the theater. Yeah, you should might look into the comics. The comics are actually pretty good. I have heard that. I, I read part of a crossover with Batman a few years I, ago. I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> oh, you know, ignore the, that and go for the one where they crossed over with the Ninja Turtles. That may have been the one I read. Actually, I can't remember. I know I read a Ninja Turtles Batman crossover that was surprisingly good. Yeah, but <laughs> he it, Batman has pizza. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna get started, and uh, folks in the audience, uh, we're going back to the well. I did not feel like coming up with a cryptid this week. As honestly, as I've been saying, it's getting harder and harder to find interesting ones. So for this week's guest, we're going to do another AI dungeon. 
and I've briefed Cameron on how AI Dungeon works. For those of you who have not heard one of our AI Dungeon episodes, it is a neural network procedurally generated text adventure system. It's at AIDungeon.io, and uh, you put in the prompts. If you're not playing somebody else's dungeon, if you're making your own dungeon, you put in a bunch of prompts, you put in the introduction, what it's going to display the player, there are stuff you can put into memory so the game remembers that, oh, X X does Y if Z or whatever, uh, and then you drop in and you start treating it like a regular text adventure. Uh, there are two main things that Cameron can do when I, when I give him a prompt. He can do something or he can say something, and based on all of the AI dungeons that have been made and all of the, the original seed text adventures that were seeded into it a couple of years ago it will generate a response and we hope that the story goes really well if you go back about a year or so i did one with my friend julia guest hosting where she uh, ended up dating mothman and it was phenomenal so if you go find <laughs> if you go find the mothman uh date episode with julia that one actually turned into a, a pretty compelling story so we should, you should check in on them, see how they're doing. Uh, you know what? And here, okay, here's the fun thing. If you go to AIDungeon.io uh, and you search for ta- like like Bigfoot tags and Mothman tags and shit, all of all of the dungeons I've created are um, they're all public. So anybody can go in, and if you can find them, which I'm not exactly sure how the search function works because I've never played anybody else's, they're in there, and you can play the Mothman scenario yourself or the one where Blake ended up killing orcs by turning into a werewolf. So it was supposed to be cryptid-centric, but it became fantasy really quick. So Cameron, I'm going to give you a situation based in a famous Bigfoot story. Are you familiar with the story of Albert Ostman? Vaguely. So in 1924, he was out in the woods in British Columbia, claimed he was kidnapped by a family of Sasquatches and stayed with them for six days before finally managing to escape. He didn't tell anybody for another 40 years. So it's reverse Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's exactly what it is. So I have set up an Albert Osman scenario, and I am going to read... uh, I am going to read you the starting prompt, and then you're just going to tell me what you're going to do. And uh, I will, from there on out, I will read you the game's responses, and you will react to them just as if you were playing a text adventure, just, you know, uh, through me. Uh, how blue can we go? As here? blue as you want. This is Mark's okay. tagged as explicit on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very first time we did this, it involved uh, Bigfoot. Uh, showing his dick said so there was a weird penis thing involved out of nowhere that we did Chuck Tingle episode okay. <laughs> it kind of was but we didn't want it like we didn't do that on purpose the, the algorithm was just like and then there was a penis so here we go <clears throat> is a is a cryptid what? penis just a peanut <laughs> go this is it show's over you're done okay that's fair <laughs> I get it I think been, it's been fun, ladies and gentlemen. I will see you probably never again with that response. A peanut is a mythical penis that nobody's been able to find. Uh, John Ham has. <laughs> I've heard that his is mythical only in its size. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I haven't seen his penis lately, so I so it may that. not exist for as far as you know. Mm. Okay, you ready? Yes. Here we go. It is 1924. You went out alone to the deep forested mountains of British Columbia to prospect for gold. 
You have so far been unsuccessful. On the fourth night of your expedition, you made camp as normal, building a fire and tucking into your sleeping bag to sleep under the stars, your backpack next to you for safekeeping. You were, however, rudely awakened. An enormous creature pulled your sleeping bag up over your head and bundled it up like Santa's sack, carrying you over its shoulders for hours. When it finally dropped you and you were able to free yourself from your sleeping bag, you found yourself in a small clearing near a cave surrounded by four Sasquatches. There are two adults, a male and a female, and two juveniles, also male and female. The juvenile female appears to be an adolescent, while the juvenile male looks to be no more than seven or eight. You have only what was in the backpack that you had with you in your sleeping bag. In your possession, you have a full snuff box, some beef jerky, a hatchet, a tinder box, a camp knife, and a canteen. What are you going to do? Offer beef jerky. To... Uh, how many pieces did I have? Uh, some. The some. game. The game just, will decide how much you have. We'll just, just offer beef jerky. And by the way, you can get pretty. Like you can use compound sentences. The, the algorithm oh. actually reacts pretty well to stuff that's more complex than what you would have typed uh, into Zork. So, okay. Okay. So uh, to all of them. Offer then. beef jerky to everyone. Offer beef jerky to everyone. And uh, you, okay, that was quick. You take the beef jerky out of your pocket and offer it to the Sasquatches. The Sasquatches watch you with indifferent eyes. And after a few moments, one of the adults, a female, comes up to you and takes the piece of jerky out of your hands. Oh, uh. Yeah, you're up. Uh, pretend, like, take a piece and eat it myself. Do you want to specify beef jerky or just say take a piece and see what it does? (laughs) Uh, beef jerky, yes. <laughs> Take a piece of rock next to me and eat it. <laughs> Take a piece of beef jerky and eat it yourself. The taste of the jerky is mild and slightly sweet. You take another piece of the jerky and then quickly put the rest of the jerky away before you can eat it all. <laughs> well, you don't want to get crazy. No. Um, uh, let's tell them, um, you know, try it. Okay, so we're going to say, try it. The female Sasquatch looks at you and sniffs. After a moment, she turns and trots into the cave with her companions. You're about to follow her in, but notice that the mouth of the cave is beginning to emanate a faint light. Okay, it's getting weird fast. Yeah, um... Uh, let's, uh... Let's investigate the light briefly. Investigate the light briefly. Uh, from a safe distance. Investigate the light briefly. Briefly from a safe distance. <laughs> you investigate the light briefly from a safe distance. You look into the cave and see a fire in there with a figure sitting around it. The figure is incredibly hairy and its face is turned towards you. It looks vaguely human, but its eyes are reddened like those of a Sasquatch. Everyone knows Sasquatches have reddened eyes. They're just stoned all the time. Clearly. Just uh, fucking baked. Okay. So, um, I'm going to take the hatchet, and I'm going to shave the new Sasquatch. Shave, <laughs> shave the Sasquatch with the hatchet. <laughs> okay, then. If it's going to get it's, weird, you're going to get weird. It's, uh, it's 
it's you know a uh, a greeting in some places. <laughs> uh, this is great because apparently the Sasquatch isn't high. Okay, you rise from the bushes and walk into the clearing. As soon as you do so, the Sasquatch turns and looks at you. Its eyes are very red, the result of prolonged excessive crying. You keep walking until you are only a few feet away from the Sasquatch. Oh, the other thing we can do is let it ride. I can just hit enter again, and then it will keep telling what happens next if you want to just let it ride. Uh, Okay, what do I have in my possession? I've I've gotten rid of the... or I've used some beef jerky, and then I put it away because I'm apparently unable to stop eating beef jerky. Well, I mean, Uh, you are. You're able to. You did. So you must be able to. Well, I have to put it away. If it's in sight, you're going to eat it. It's gone. You have have Uh, your hatchet. Okay, you have a snuff box, a tinder box, a camp knife, and a canteen. Snuff box, tinder box... Oh, I could have used the knife to shave. Oops. Yeah, but the hatchet is funnier. Yeah, I I guess. Um, No, let it go. I want to shave this uh, Sasquatch. The Sasquatch stands up to its full height of almost seven feet, towering over you. The creature stares at you for a moment before barking in your direction. You assume the creature is asking you a question, and so you respond with an answer. Oh, and sometimes it just makes you do and say things on its own. Okay. This is one of those cases. And so you respond with an answer. I am a human. That's what you say. Okay. Uh, And I have come to worship you. (laughs) Uh, God, I can't type. And I have come to worship you. I wonder if it's going to bark at you again. No. The Sasquatch remains silent, staring at you. You try to think of what else to say but can't, so you just stare back in silence. Suddenly, the Sasquatch breaks into a grin and barks something. Um, bark back. (laughs) (laughs) You bark back. The Sasquatch keeps grinning and begins to chuckle. You do not understand what it is saying, but you are sure that it is making a joke. Taking a risk, you respond with some words of your own. I don't understand. How did the mime get out of the uh, squad car? (laughs) You say, how did the mime get out of the squad car? You continue trying to communicate, and at first the Sasquatch seems interested. However, after a while, it begins to frown, and eventually its eyes roll back in its head, and it staggers backwards. This causes you to take a step backwards as well. You just fucking killed it with a bad joke. <laughs> I I wanted to know the rest of the story she was telling. He was, was this a he or she? We don't know yet. You haven't, uh, you haven't examined. I haven't, I haven't sexed this yeah. particular Sasquatch like I did the other four while I, right after I met well, that's, them. That's a true Albert Osman thing. He uh, yeah. went to great length, length at the breasts of the two female Sasquatches. Well, I'm sure they were magnificent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, amazing breasts ahead. Yep, totally. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's just it just took a step backward, so it's not fully dead yet. It, it staggered backward, and you stepped backward. Okay. Um, uh, character rushes in. We'll do some uh, <laughs> so some McElroy's here. He's just going to rush in. You rush in. You run forward towards the Sasquatch, planning on tackling it to the ground and restraining it. <laughs> 
Except, except your legs aren't working right. Your body is also no longer under your control, and you find that you are stagger, staggering forward in a drunken manner. Oh, boy. Um, let's light some matches while we're drunk. <laughs> light some matches? With your tinderbox? Yep. <laughs> you light some matches. You try to focus on the task at hand, but you can't take your eyes off the Sasquatch, who is now hurrying towards you. You drop the matches and wrap your hands around your hatchet. I love it. You say light the matches, and it's like, no, sorry. <laughs> Combat phase. <laughs> no, you can't. Okay. You now have the, the hatchet in your hands, and the Sasquatch is hurrying towards you. Uh, let it ride. I want to see what the Sasquatch is going to do. Maybe it's going to give you a big hug. With only seconds to make a decision, you leap forward and swing your hatchet. You smack the side of the Sasquatch's head, and it falls to the ground. Um. Hmm. Uh. Inspect the Sasquatch. Hopefully it remembers that it's unconscious. You inspect the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch is smaller than you expected. It stands at about three feet tall. It just said it was seven feet tall. It stands about three feet tall and is completely hairless. Oh, good. I did get it shaved. Parentheses except for the eyebrows. Its large round eyes are set deep into its head, giving them a perpetually surprised look. <laughs> um... You shaved it Man. and you chopped it and ha- you made it a, a little Sasquatch. Apparently. Um, uh, let's use the Sasquatch like a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting the hang of how this works really quickly. You use I'm, the Sasquatch I'm really like a good puppet. at cards against humanity. <laughs> Oh, this one's taking a minute to figure out what the fuck you're trying to do. (laughs) You grab the Sasquatch's tail, stretch, and pull it as hard as you can. This causes the creature to fall to the ground and scream in pain. Well, uh, it, okay, it's got a tail, so, Mm -hmm. um, was hairy, now hairless. Short Um, with a tail. This is is a Saiyan. Uh, use the hatchet to cut off the tail. (laughs) Use hatchet to cut off the tail. Yeah, you don't want to get it out in the moonlight. No, no, that's why we're in the cave. After several attempts, you manage to hack the Sasquatch's tail off with the hatchet. <laughs> the Sasquatch, I like that he just lets you do it for several attempts. The Sasquatch howls in pain and lays on the ground, still writhing. writhing. You quickly tie a rope to its tail and drag it back to camp. Uh, are you, you're dragging the tail? Or did it forget the... you just cut the tail off? No. Uh, you, uh, you use the tail to wrap the Sasquatch to carry it back. Oh, just, okay. I have no idea what it's trying to do. I don't know. All right. That what are you doing, what are you doing now? Um, hmm. uh, let's, uh, let's give the Sasquatch some of that snuff. <laughs> Give the Sasquatch some snuff. You place the Sasquatch's paw over the bag snuff and make sure it gets some of the red stuff. You notice a small animal scurrying across the ground. You walk over to it and find that it's a relatively large rat. Um, I'm going to throw my knife at the rat. I'm adventure, or I'm out in the woods. I surely know how to knife throw, right? You throw the knife at the rat. 
You nervously look at the rat, waiting to see what it'll do. It takes several seconds for the rat to realize you're a threat. When it does, it runs away, leaving the bait unattended. You take advantage of the situation and grab the bait. Okay, I have bait now. Yep. Uh, um, look at the bait. <laughs> and Sasquatch is sitting over there with a handful of red stuff. And bloody stump tail. The bait is a large, bloody rat carcass tied to a stick with a red ribbon. You notice the rat has a large hole in its stomach, out through which the stick will fit nicely. (laughs) Okay. So, shishka rat. Yep. That's Cook the rat. (laughs) Start a fire, cook the rat. I got matches. Let's do this. Start a fire and cook the rat. You take some firewood and start a fire. The smell of smoke makes your eyes water, so you keep them focused on the delicious rat, which is cooking over the fire. Hmm. While the meat cooks, you cut green apples from the tree and peel them. Uh, Give an apple to the Sasquatch. You give an apple to the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch eats the apple, nods, and makes a grunting sound. You take some rat meat and lay it carefully on a rock near the fire. Um. Hmm. <laughs> uh. You know what? Just toss the rat meat into the woods. <laughs> you went through all that trouble, and I just, just love gonna... the smell of burnt rat. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a vegetarian, except for beef jerky. You look and around. Before... Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You look around to see if anything happened to the rat. Your pet cat, Mog, is curled up on a patch of grass looking at the fire. You notice your pet dog, Wampus, sleeping by Mog. (laughs) Wampus has a large gash on his forehead. Oh, my God. Um, um, Obviously, we're going to try and heal the the cut. I say heal heal the gash on Wampus. Yes, Wampus and Mog. I've already won the game because I've, through my actions, I have gained two animal companions. Three if you count the Sasquatch. You grab your dog's gash and concentrate for a moment. Then you begin to heal him. Slowly, slowly the gash heals over, and Wampus does not seem to mind that it's gone. Mog looks up from the grass and growls. Um, pick up Mog like a baby. (laughs) You pick up Mog like a baby. You pick up the cat in your hand like a baby, cradling it in the crook of your arm. Mog begins to purr and relaxes against your body. You walk over to Wampus and place the cat on his head. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I want to write a diary of the or draw a picture of this image because that's amazing. Draw a picture of Mog and Wampus. You draw a picture of Mog and Wampus. You quickly pencil a sketch of Mog and Wampus in your sketchbook. The Sasquatch stands up, walks over to the picture, and looks at it. When it realizes you've drawn a picture of it, it looks embarrassed and angry. Uh, See if he wants to draw. uh, Hand hand, uh, him the the pencil and and paper. See if he wants to draw a picture. Sasquatch, pencil, and paper. The Sasquatch stares at the drawing for a moment in confusion. The creature realizes what you're giving it and quickly grabs the drawing from your hand and tears it into pieces. The Sasquatch throws the pieces of the paper on the ground and looks around. 
Oh, we are stabbing this Sasquatch. He ruined my perfectly great picture. Stab the Sasquatch. You already hatcheted his head and cut off his tail. Well, I, you know what? I was trying to be nice and share the love of my cat and dog, but Sasquatch is um, uh, just not having it. You hold the knife with two hands and stab the Sasquatch through the chest. It looks down for a moment, then looks up at you. Its eyes are black, soulless. The creature falls to its knees, then falls face forward onto the ground. Oh, it must have been a ginger if it was soulless. Um, you wouldn't know. You shaved it in the dark of the cave. I know. Uh, what did I do with all that... Like, do I have a pelt? Can I guess I you can sell go... that at the <laughs> nearest, like, uh, Sasquatch pelt dispensary. Old timey, old timey Squatch trapper. I made a hat out of this Squatch pelt. Well, it's, it's like I always say: never waste a dead Sasquatch. Let's yeah. uh use every part of the Sasquatch. Yes, let's uh cook that Sasquatch and eat some of it. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> You're into bush meat now. You cook the Sasquatch and eat some of it. You cut chunks of meat from the Sasquatch and place them on the fire. As the meat begins to cook, you watch Mog eat grass. Mog's belly is full. But if you give Mog any more food, he'll have no room for the grass. <laughs> well, we wouldn't want to give, like, hurt its tum-tum. Um, but you could just let's... heal it. You have a healing power. Uh, that is, apparently that is true. Oh, I could have healed the Sask. Try yeah. healing the cooked Sasquatch. <laughs> Heal the cooked Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, you heal the cooked Sasquatch. You begin to feel very hungry. You look at the cooked meat and then at Mog. The cat has already eaten about half the grass in the field. <laughs> so, I hope this field is not a field. It's a cow. It's, it's like seven or eight cows, your cat. Okay, let, apparently healing it didn't work. Uh, well, raised dead. <laughs> raised dead. <laughs> just, just raised dead? Yeah, just raised dead. Raised dead. <laughs> You're a better healer than uh, than Clint McElroy. <laughs> you hold up I, your hand. You mean I did try Yes, you tried. You succeeded in one healing. You mm. hold up your hand and concentrate. Green mist appears around you. Then, after a moment, the form of a white appears. White are dead bodies that have been soullessly animated, typically with a desire to be on their own mission of destruction. Uh, <laughs> let's take the white back to the Sasquatch cave. I wonder what happened to the other three Sasquatches. You take the white back to the Sasquatch cave. The white walks alongside you. Mog walks behind, curling up beside the fireplace. You find the Sasquatch cave. <laughs> they have a fireplace! <laughs> yeah, you, you should have paid closer attention. You find the Sasquatch cave, then look for signs of the Sasquatches. Well, it's wondering where they are, too. That's that's a good sign. Uh, enter the cave. That implies that the, the fireplace is outside the cave? Yeah, this... The archit- I need a map of this architecture here. The cave is dark. I wouldn't recommend it. It would not. It the map would not last very well. It would just invent new geography for you. Yeah. Well, I, maybe I could draw out the map with my expert, uh, but unappreciated artistic talents. Fucking Bigfoot. You enter the cave. The cave is dark, and you feel around for a switch. When you find one, you flip it. <laughs> I have electricity. Oh, it gets better. Instead of <laughs> instead of light, smoke billows out from the cave's entrance. The white is on fire. Oh no! 
Uh, I've got the canteen. Yes. Douse the white. Douse the white with canteen water. You douse the white with canteen water. You pour the entire canteen of water onto the white, but it does not deter the creature. It howls in pain, but continues following you. Mog runs into the cave and watches the white walk inside. Follow Mog. <laughs> Your poor dog. Just watching this yeah. happen. Like, we, the dog has not followed. The dog you, is watching the camp. You follow Mog into the cave. You walk past large stalactites and stalagmites, it says. Stalagmites. Mm-hmm. Lit by the fire's light, Mog stops and looks up. He points at the large Sasquatch figure hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> what kind of, like, event horizon slash seven <laughs> shit happened here? Oh, God. Is, okay, is there... Is there a clan for Sasquatches? Like, is there is there just a group of people who hate Bigfoot so much that they go around and lynch them and burn and set burning whites in front of their homes? Hey, hey, the white. Let's be fair. The white is my fault. That that's yeah, my you that's flipped, my bad. You flipped the fire switch. Yeah. Um. Let's look at this this strung up Bigfoot. Look at the strung up Sasquatch. Yeah. You look at the strung up Sasquatch. Sasquatch appears to be stretched out atop a large piece of driftwood with several smaller figures hanging from it. Other Sasquatch figures dot the walls, and protruding from the walls are other objects you can't recognize. Oh, God. Okay. Um, let's go back to camp. This is, this is, no, 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 no. Too late. Let's, uh, ah, I okay. could always, I could undo. Nah, go go okay. ahead. Let's roll you it. Can, okay, so I type, you go back into camp, and it says, you continue into the cave. You feel an uncontrollable <laughs> urge to laugh. You try not to laugh, but find yourself involuntarily bursting into laughter. Okay. Um, well, oh, some Cthulhu shit now going on. <laughs> um, uh, check to see if Mog is also laughing. <laughs> You check to see if Mog is also laughing. You turn around and look at Mog. Mog is not laughing. Mog appears to be in pain. He growls, then barks, then howls. Finally, he howls as if his heart is broken, and he's crying. Uh, heal Mog. (laughs) There are no crying pets on this journey. You heal Mog. You quickly heal Mog, and he stops howling. When you're done healing Mog, you look up up at the Sasquatch figures on the walls. What do you make of all this? You say. Mog looks at you. Uh. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's uh, just pet Mog. Let's just pet Mog. Mog's good. Well, you made him feel better. You rub Mog's head for a few minutes and stop. Mog looks up at you. I have an idea as to what this is, you say. Oh, what's that? It is not clear who said the second line. <laughs> Clearly it was Mog. Or a Sasquatch, or the, or white, the white, or yeah. Wampus has followed you in. Uh, uh, who or it's said created that? someone new. Just... Say, who said that? Uh, say, who said that? Who said what, you reply. You say who said that. Who said what, you reply. You stand up and walk along the path looking at the walls. <laughs> then you stop and turn around. I heard a voice, you say. A voice? Yes, a voice. Voice. 
This is this is getting confusing. <laughs> Am I saying all of that? I don't know. You're just you, you're. <laughs> I am talking, talking to myself and tr- laughing hysterically. It seems you say yes. A voice, voice. What did the voice say? It asked me who I was. Oh, what did you say? I said I'm a man. That's a good start, says Mog, nodding. What else? The voice. <laughs> the voice didn't sound friendly. <laughs> so Mog is now talking. Yes. Fantastic. You healed um, him into uh, the ability to speak. Clearly. Uh, it was obviously the uh, combination of field grass and Sasquatch meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with my expert healing, but not drawing, apparently. It's a strange uh, but effective alchemy. Yeah, okay. Um, let's go deeper into the cave, my new talking friend. You going to say that? Yes. Okay. Let's get deeper into the cave. My new talking friend. Good idea, says Mog. What's your name? You don't know me, but I'm a man of few words. Mog nods. You continue walking into the cave. After 30 minutes, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously head towards the light. This could go very badly. (laughs) You head towards the light. You walk out of the cave into bright sunlight. Mog runs around, wildly excited. He looks around, panting. Are we nearly there? Are we nearly there? He asks eagerly. You look around. You're surrounded by hills and forests. What happened to my white? (laughs) He burned to death. Ah, damn it. Um... Let's say, uh, where do you think we're going? You say, where do you think we're going? I don't know, says Mog, but we're going home. You stare at him, trying to determine whether he's being serious. Are you an alien? (laughs) You say, are you an alien? Mog looks at you, his one good eye widening. Okay, so... (laughs) We've learned something new about Mog. What? It's, it, uh, never mind. Go ahead. What are you? My head hurts. He collapses to his knees and begins rubbing his head. Remind me never to drink wine before taking a nap again, he says. <laughs> Your drinking is getting out of hand. <laughs> head is grass eating. Half a field. It's fermenting in his belly. You say your drinking is getting out of hand. Mog turns to you. That's the third time you've said that today, he says. He snarls, then lurches forward. He begins biting your arm, and tears drip down your sleeve as your tears stream down your face. Mog is eating your arm. (laughs) Hatchet Mog! (laughs) Hatchet Mog, exclamation point. You grab a hatchet from the ground and swing, but Mog leaps backwards, just out of reach. Oh, God. Um, uh, uh, roll for initiative. <laughs> you roll for initiative. You roll and miss. Mog snarls, then leaps forward, tackling you. You punch him, but he flips you onto your back. Your head hits the ground with a thud. Mog snares his jaws around one of your wrists. Um... <clears throat> Uh, jeez. Uh, take one of the... Uh, we still got the tinderbox. Light Mog on fire. <laughs> My go-to move. 
You light Mog on fire. You pull out your lighter and flick it on. As the flame burns, you see Mog's body heave, trying to get away, but Mog's body is covered in thick fur, and it takes several seconds for the flame to bite through it and set his clothes alight. So he has clothes under his fur. Clothes under his fur, one eye, he can talk, eats half a field of grass. Mm-hmm. Drinks too much wine and then takes a nap. Yeah. Uh, uh, let it go. See All what right. happens. Mog leaps out of reach the moment he feels the heat. The flame scorches your fingers, but you don't care. Mog rolls around, yelping and howling. You drop the lighter and run forward, reaching out with one hand to grab him by the scruff. Uh... Let's see. So it kind of remembers he's a cat. After he was a person and... I don't know. Uh... Uh... Throw Mog straight up. (laughs) You throw Mog straight up. Mog howls as you launch him into the air. He flails, trying to find footing. You reach up and catch him by the back of his neck, lifting him up off the ground. Mog, struggling, gets weaker and weaker, and after a few seconds, he's weightless. (laughs) Wait, could... Uh, let's see. So you, uh, you threw him so hard that you grabbed him and made him defy gravity. I know. That's what I just let him go. So let him float. <laughs> let Mog float. Your heart sinks as Mog floats out of reach. You drop down to your knees, lowering your head to meet his. He looks at you, his one good eye wide with terror. His teeth linger in your forearm and you feel the blood trickling down your arm from his bite. <laughs> Boop his nose. <laughs> He's both biting and holding onto your arm and floating out of reach. You boop his nose. You poke Mog in the nose. He looks back at you, confusion written on his face. You reach out and gently touch his nose with your fingertips. He stares at you, whimpering. You did good, Mog. Um, chuck him into a river. This got real dark real fast. I feel bad. Yeah, your no crying pets rule went out the door the second he bit you. You push Mog into the river and wade after him. He struggles in the water, but you pull him down and hold his head under. <laughs> oh, God. You wait a moment before releasing him. He floats for a second before slowly making his way to the ba- ba- bank. So you just baptized him. I, uh, God, yeah. Uh, he's either going to be, uh really pious or he's gonna come back and just like bioshock infinite me (laughs) um uh, have you learned your lesson (laughs) (laughs) you say have you learned your lesson yeah yeah snarls mog i learned my lesson good you reply i'm going to get the girls come find me when you want more punishment you walk back up the path and begin climbing up the rocks. Search for girls. <laughs> you search Are for we girls. The Sasquatch girls. We'll find out. You climb up the rock face and find yourself faced with a tunnel. You put your hands on either side of it, straining to see into it. You hear a faint cry far down the tunnel. Elena, you call out. So now it's invented a girl for you. Your friend Elena. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, uh, head toward, or uh, let's head towards the the crying. Because nothing ever goes wrong with that. Head towards the cry. 
You walk down the tunnel as it twists and turns. You walk past a sign reading 30 miles until you find yourself in a room filled with equipment. A generator hums in the corner. You spot a shotgun lying on a table and an old backpack full of food on the floor. Uh, announce myself. <laughs> you announce yourself. That's it. That's all no, no, it just took a second. You raise your hand to call out, but before you can't, you can. A hand bursts out of the backpack and latches onto your throat. You scream as the fingers tighten around your throat, cutting off your breath. Um, unzip the backpack. <laughs> that's some that's some lateral thinking. That's outside the box. You want to know what's attacking me? You unzip the backpack. You pull the zipper down on the backpack and open it. You grab the shotgun and a box of shells, then turn back to find the creature that grabbed you. Say, groovy. <laughs> you say groovy. You turn around and see a hairy, clawed hand clutching at the opening of the backpack. You raise the shotgun, firing at it. The blast bursts through the air and tears through the tunnel, missing your assailant by a few feet. Uh, pursue, uh, pursue, what, uh, no, um, oh, this, this got weird. This is, <laughs> this is not Sasquatch-centric anymore. Well, it's hairy and clawed. Summon, it may be wait, 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 summon Sasquatches! <laughs> Summon Sasquatches. Sass, 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 you shout. <laughs> A pair of Sasquatches appear in the doorway. Sass, you say with surprise. This is funny because in the very first time we did this, Blake tried to summon to, to call for Bigfoot. And it was just like, hey, Bigfoot. <laughs> Well, clearly he doesn't have the magical prowess okay. that I do. So anyway, Sass, you say with surprise, Sneaks is the first to react, leaping forward and grabbing at the Sasquatches. So Sneaks must be the monster? I guess. Um, tackle Sneaks? Hopefully you don't miss by a few feet. You leap forward and tackle Sneak. You both roll on the ground, each trying to get the advantage. Sneaks punches at you, but you block it and knee him in the stomach. He doubles over before you punch him hard in the face. Um. Uh, yell, uh, help me out here. You say, help me out here. Sneak punches you hard in the face, sending you flying into the wall. He grabs your head and breaks your neck before standing up. You gaze upon his blood-stained, grinning face as he walks forward. Oh, don't worry. I have death turned off, so you're still alive with your oh, broken neck. Oh, come on. I wanted to raise dead on myself. Well, then the game then it would end. It would just no, be done. See, now I'm, I, then I'd be undead. You I'd have, you have a, a broken witch. neck, and uh, Sneaks is grinning as he walks forward. Uh, well, um... Say, just as I planned. <laughs> you say, just as I planned. What's that, Sneak says, unaware of your last words. Sneak walks forward and grabs you, lifting you up by your throat and squeezing. He squeezes your throat until you stop breathing before dropping you to the ground. Uh, he might be a Saiyan, given how much he's playing with his, his enemy. Yeah, I, does he have a tail? 
We have check for tail. <laughs> check sneaks for a tail. <laughs> you, you check sneaks for a tail. You check to see if sneaks' back is furry, but you don't notice any. Sneak releases your neck and you begin to breathe once more. Sorry, Sneak says, staring at you. I forgot you couldn't take a joke. <laughs> these fucking SJWs always getting, these fucking snowflakes getting mad whenever we break their necks and strangle them after crawling out of a small backpack. That's that's a little cl- too close to real. Let's not go there. Can't, can't tell any fucking jokes these days. Good. Like yeah. attempted murder. You can't even do that anymore. You know what? I wouldn't put it past creepy guys from hiding in backpacks to try and touch uh, girls. <laughs> That's so. true. Uh, okay. Um, let's uh, let's heal myself. <laughs> heal self. You quickly heal yourself with a scroll of your own, then move forward. Sneak swings at you, but you dodge it and grab him. You throw him to the ground and hit him repeatedly. I've had enough, Sneaks yells. Um. Oh, oh, uh. Pull Sneaks apart with the Sasquatches. <laughs> like, I'm going to grab the arms and pull pull one way. They're going to grab the legs and go the other. We're going to, we're going to. Okay. All right. So let's, I'm going to type this as complex as possible and see what it says. Have one Sasquatch grab Sneaks' legs. Have another Sasquatch grab Sneaks' arms and have them pull him apart. All right. Let's see what it makes of this. This, oh, this actually went very quickly. One of the Sasquatches grabs Sneak's legs and the other pulls on his arms. Sneak is torn apart as his body is sent flying to the air. Help! Stop! There is no stopping. (laughs) Uh, uh, Jared, you hit enter? Uh, No. Uh, Ah, go ahead. There is no stopping? Say there is no stopping. I was going to say something witty, but it's left me. (laughs) You say there is no stopping. You grab a handful of hair and pull the screaming Sasquatches towards you. You rip their heads off in one motion, smiling as you do so. You wipe the blood from your mouth and continue walking. This is for entertainment, you hear Sneaks yell. (laughs) Uh, I want to start singing the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Remember Elena? The- Remember how you were trying to find a girl named Elena? You start well, singing the you what? <laughs> Apparently, sneaks got in the way of that, and I have now gone mad because my neck was broken. <laughs> you start singing the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. You sing loudly as you continue walking. The sound of your voice soars upwards as you belt out the words. You walk past the remains of a dead Sasquatch and spot the tunnel leading up into the night. You continue singing as you make your way towards it. Uh. Keep it going. Okay. You climb up the ladder in search of even better entertainment. I feel like that's a great ending. That's, yeah. That's a good last line. That's, that's, uh, you good with that? I'm happy with that. (laughs) Okay. So you didn't escape the Sasquatches because they kind of stopped mattering and then you ripped their heads off. Oh, Oh, I love it. It, it, yeah. That got... 
that went some places. Yep, sure did. But you know what? The dog and the cat, still alive. Yeah, Wampus is still outside the cave, wondering where you went. I think Wampus is back at camp. I don't think he ever followed us. Nope. <laughs> he's just eating, and, he's eating roast squatch. And Mog has been, you know, taught a thorough lesson about, like, behaving. By his dom, who's like, come back when you want more punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Hey. He's going to, he's, yeah, that's not going to help his drinking at all. <laughs> but that's what he gets. That's what he gets for drinking wine and taking a nap. He gets beaten and drowned. <laughs> well, he, he tried to eat my arm. Well, you made fun of his, he has a, he has a disease. And you made fun of him. I was trying to help. And clearly that help has gone just, he's, he's just not ready at that point. Or he's not at the point to accept that help. The question is, were you a psychopath when you started prospecting for gold? Or at some point during the story, did you become a psychopath? Uh, it was probably right around the uh, laughing hysterically. Yeah, it seems about right. <laughs> yeah, because that's when things got more violent -y. You You started, you tried to heal Mog, and then he started talking, and yeah, yeah. You, Maybe just, it was about the time I thought the Sasquatch was a Saiyan. <laughs> that, that, I shaved a what? Sasquatch and decided he was an alien from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Old-timey prospector knew about Saiyans. That's fine. <sighs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our AI dungeon for this week. And uh, when next you hear us, Blake will be back, and I'm going to make him find a cryptid because he hasn't done shit in two months because he's been working and earning money. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Come on. Yeah. There, there are more important things than food and shelter. Uh-huh. And mm. feeling like you're useful to society. And, like, contributing to those around you. Right. Bullshit. All right, so... Uh, unless you have any final thoughts, Cameron, I'm going to play us out with a piece of randomly selected public domain music. Um, Sasquatches should be Power Rangers. Okay. And here we go. That's a pretty perfect one to rise it right out on. <laughs> with, with Sasquatches should be Power Rangers. Yeah, that well, there, there you got a theme. It's even public domain, so it's cheap, like the rest of the show. <laughs> True. All right, everybody, thank you once again for listening to this week's Hidden Zoo. Uh, you know, rate us and review us on, on iTunes and, and tell people about us. And send us emails at hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or, or Twitter. It's just the Hidden Zoo in both places. And um, Bigfoot! Bigfoot! Man, fuck sneaks. <laughs>